Hello friends, welcome to Village Idiots of Christ from Nuts for Jesus and Just Plain Nuts, 2 Timothy chapter 2 today. Let's jump right on in and get going here. Oh, amen. Amen, amen. Let's see here. Let me just find it here. Alright. 2 Timothy 2, here we go. You then, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. <laughs> Amen. First verse. Where does, our, where does our strong grace come from? Christ Jesus. Amen. And the things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses and trust to reliable men who will also be qualified to teach others. Amen. So Paul, uh, Paul was telling him, hey, you heard me say these things in the presence of many, uh, 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 many reliable men would also be qualified to teach others so so Paul's saying here that you know what you heard me saying it's reliable and that I've done it in front of witnesses so those are the things you want to do amen really simple actually amen uh, endure hardship with us like a good soldier of Christ no one serving as a soldier gets involved in civilian affairs he wants to please his commanding officer amen we're soldiers for Christ all of us we're in an army. This is a war we're in. People, you know, I don't condemn anybody, but people don't understand. This isn't a, this isn't about our prosperity. This is about survival. <laughs> I mean, yes, we're prospering, we're blessed, and all that stuff. But I mean, ultimately, Christ is our commanding officer, and we're in the army of God. There's the army of God and the army of Satan. This is really simple. God really simplifies this for us. This isn't complicated. There's a real war going on, which will culminate in the final battle, which will be in the Armageddon Valley, the Megiddo Valley, in the Battle of Armageddon, when Christ destroys Antichrist, the false prophet, and he locks Satan up for a thousand years. This is really, really simple. But none of us should be... <coughs> Excuse... <coughs> Excuse me. Um... None of us should be concerned about civilian affairs, especially in this hour. Time is running out. We're almost done. So let's be good soldiers of Christ and get the job done. Amen and amen. Um, similarly, because uh, I want to please my commanding officer, how about you? Amen. Similarly, if anyone competes as an athlete, he does not receive the victor's crown unless he competes according to the rules. Amen. We have to compete according to the rules. And the rules are... What's in the Bible, of course. And uh, uh, <laughs> this, again, Paul uses a lot of metaphor here, but it's really, so he's trying to break it down for Timothy and for us too. Amen. A hardworking farmer should be the first to receive a share of, a share of the crops. Reflect on what I'm saying, for the Lord will give you insight into all of this. Amen, amen. He sure will. Amen. The hardworking farmer should be the first to receive a share of the crops. Why? Because he's the one sowing. Amen. You get all of this. This is neat. We're like farmers. We're like soldiers, uh, and we're like we're like farmers, soldiers, and athletes. There's effort being okay. Here it is. We're like we're like uh, we're like an army, like athletes and like farmers. Uh, the three three things the things they have in compare uh, the things they have um, not in comparison with each other. Um, the things they have that are the same is all. You have to expend effort as an army. An athlete or a farmer, they all are expending athlete headed towards a certain purpose. And for us, it's victory. Uh, for us, it's a crop. For us, it's the victory of the war, the victory of the athletic competition, and the 
and the uh, the the fulfillment of the farmer's crop. Man, I love I love how Paul's trying to make this so easy for Timothy to understand and for us to understand. Amen. Um, reflect on what I'm saying for the Lord will give you insight see we're reflecting right now what Paul's saying this podcast is a reflecting on what Paul's saying amen you know I did this hours ago uh, before I went to bed and I kept falling asleep while I was so I just erased I did 13 minutes and it was terrible <laughs> so I wasn't reflecting real well on what Paul was saying I was reflecting and <laughs> my reflections my reflections were interrupted with falling asleep so Thankfully, I overcame that. Amen. <laughs> Remember Jesus Christ raised from the dead, descended from David. This is my gospel. Man, his gospel is real simple. It's Jesus Christ raised from the dead, the descendant of David. Man, simple gospel. Who's Jesus? He's the descendant of David who was raised from the dead. <laughs> this is the gospel for which I am suffering, even the point being chained like a criminal. But God's word is not chained. Man, man, people oppose the gospel, don't they? They locked, they locked Paul up for this, man. Hey, you can't be preaching that crap around here, buddy. Get out of here. Man, I'll tell you what, man. Just amazing. Amazing, 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 amazing. Wow. Chained like a criminal, but his word is not chained. You can't stop the word. The word of God uh, goes, uh, what's that verse that goes out? It fulfills everything that it goes out to do. I can't remember the name, what the, what the verse is on that. Uh, you know the verse. The word of God does not go out void, but it performs everything that it goes out to do. Amen, man. God's word is not chained. No matter what happens to us, we keep sowing his word. That's the key here as a farmer. You keep sowing his word and sowing it and sowing it into the hearts of others. I think I've told you, man. The Illuminati wanted me to be their friend. So you know what? I'm still posting stuff on their page. You know what? Hey, I'm sowing seeds into these dark hearts, man. Hey, the word of God is not is not chained up. And those people do not know what they asked for when they asked me to be their friend. Amen. And I'm not boasting in this and stuff. But you know, people people think they can play a game. Oh, we'll keep those Christians around. Ah, yeah, that's our Christian friend and stuff. But they don't understand. We're sowing we're sowing the word of God into their hearts, and God's word ain't chained, baby. And God's word's producing a crop in your heart, whether you see it or not, and in their hearts. Man, people don't understand the Word of God is powerful. And you mess around with the Word of God. You, you know, these people don't understand. They, you know, some of them don't really care for our message, but they listen anyway. <laughs> yeah, Josh, he's always preaching to me. It's Jack and Mark and Clark and Chris and others. They just preach to me, and I hear what they're saying. Yeah, they don't understand. We're sowing into their hearts. Amen. The Word of God is not chained, baby. It is not. Therefore, I endure everything for the sake of the elect, that they too may obtain a salvation that is the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal life. Man, we're enduring everything for the elect, everything for each other. We are the elect. We're enduring everything for the sake of the elect, for the sake of each other. I endure for you guys. You guys are enduring for me. We're doing this together. We're one body working together for the for the salvation of others and for the glorification of God. Again. Salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. This salvation that's in Christ Jesus is eternally glorious. Amen. Let's continue on here. Here's a trustworthy saying. If I if we die with if we die with him, we will also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. If we disown him, he will disown us. If we are faithless, he will remain faithful, for he cannot disown himself. <laughs> 
It's cause and effect till the end. If we die with him, we also live with him. Amen. If we endure, we also reign. If we disown him, he'll disown us. But if we're faithless, he still remains faithful. Because he can't deny himself. He can't be faithful to uh, faithless to himself. Amen. He can't disown himself. That's awesome. All right, okay, we're into a different section here. Workmen approved by God. <clears throat> now, this is verse 14. Let's keep going. Keep reminding them of these things. Warn them before God against quarreling about words. It is of no value. It only ruins those who listen. I hate quarreling, man. People want to argue about everything. This genealogical thing. I keep getting this crap. The black Jew thing. It just happens to be the 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 uh, the argument of the time right now. It's, I don't know why arguing about whether Israel is Israel or not. I'm going to tell you something, man. Warn them before God. Keep reminding them of these things. Warn them before God uh, against quarreling about words. It is of no value. Only ruins those who listen. People who love to argue are full of darkness and full of pride. Only by pride comes contention and arguing. Even if we're arguing about something that we're certain of and that's biblically sound, we're still arguing. We don't argue. We can debate, but debate and arguing are different. I don't fully understand the difference, but I'm careful. I just people start getting on me about something. I just pack up my tent and walk away. I don't. I'm not good at debating. I can't debate without as I. And I'm. I'm just not going to argue. So. You just got to be careful about arguing. People love to draw you into an argument, especially in Christ. Uh, let's continue on here. Uh, do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a workman who does not mean to be ashamed and who correctly handles the word of truth. Enough said. Again, do your best to present yourself to God as, a, as, as one approved, a workman who does not need to be ashamed and who, who handles the word of truth correctly. I'm hand, that's why I like to read. That's why I like to do chapters. You know, I want to handle the word of truth correctly. It's hard to hard to screw up a chapter. You're just going through it verse by verse, and you're just putting it out there. So I want to handle this word of truth correctly. Amen. Avoid godless chatter because those who indulge in it will become more and more ungodly. Boy, that's the truth, man. Man, people love to talk about nothing. Godless chatter. Man, Facebook and all that's full of godless chatter. Full of godless chatter. Amen. Their teaching will spread like gangrene. Like gangrene. Among them are... Uh, Hymenaeus and Philetus who have wandered away from the truth. They say the resurrection has already taken place and they destroy the faith of some. <laughs> wow. Wow. Isn't that sad? Man, this is just sad, man. Let's, let's, listen to this Hymenaeus and Philetus. I've, I've heard this because I've listened to the audio Bible. Their teaching will spread like gangrene. Again, ungodly, ungodly chatter and teachings are going to spread like gangrene. Their teaching will spread like gangrene. Among them are Hymenaeus and Philetus, who have wandered away from the truth. Man, Paul called these boys out by name. They must have really been screwing up. They say that the resurrection has already taken place, and they destroy the faith of some men. You imagine having stand before Christ and having destroyed the faith of people? Man, God, pray my words never do that. Pray your words never destroy people's faith. I know they're not. I, mean, I know you guys' hearts and stuff that listen to this. But, I mean, man, who wants to give an account for that? Yeah, Joshua Stone, destroyer of people's faith. I don't want to be that guy. Man, I would want my, my words to be soundly founded on what the Bible says. Amen. Man. 
Nevertheless, God's sound, solid foundation stands firm with this inscription. The Lord knows who are his. And everyone who confesses the name of the Lord must turn away from wickedness. Man, we gotta, we can't just talk the talk, man. we got to walk the walk. And Hymenaeus and Philetus weren't walking the walk. They were messing up. I hope they repented. I do. I do. Hopefully they, got, they saw this letter and go, oh, crap, Paul called us out. Amen. In a large house, there are articles not only of gold and silver, but also wood and clay. Uh, some are for noble purposes, some are for ignoble. If a man cleanses himself from the latter, he will be an instrument for noble purposes, made wholly useful to the master, and prepared to do any good work. Man, you want to get all the dross out of your, uh, all the dross or the, the garbage out of your life. See what he's saying here? Look, let's go here. Uh, in a, in a house, there's articles not of only gold, but also wood and clay. Some are for noble purposes, some for ignoble. If a man cleanses himself from the ignoble, the latter, he will be an instrument for noble purposes, made wholly use of the matter, master, prepared to do any good work. Man, we want to f- we want to be focused and centered in on Christ in this hour, and we want to we want our again not legalistically. I don't we don't do legalism here, but we want our we want our total focus. To be, to be Christ and Christ alone. We we want to be focused on the kingdom. About uh, our main focus, um, uh, to be uh, to be a godly thing. You know, to be noble. We want God to use us for noble purposes in this hour. Absolutely. That's so, why you know. I mean, I used to watch the news. All, I mean, I used to listen to the news all the time. God told me stop doing that. You know, I used to watch as as an idiot kid. I used to watch soap operas. You know what a waste of time a soap opera is? That's just one long sorrowful story. It just just continues on and on and on. What a waste! I'm not condemning soap operas, but a lot of people's lives are like that. It's just they go from one tragedy to the next trouble to the tragedy to the tragedy. Their whole life is going from one set of trouble, one thing of trouble to another. And and it's just like this one long train wreck that never ends. I don't want my life to be one long train wreck that never ends. I want my life to mean something. I want God to be able to use me for noble purposes. Amen. So we have to cleanse ourselves. We have to throw away the junk in our lives and get it out of us. Amen. It's all focus, man. It's all focus. Uh, flee the evil desires of evil. Pursue, pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord out of pure heart. This is a beautiful verse. Listen to this. Flee the evil desires of youth. Man, thank God you get older and you are not consumed by the evil desires of youth as far as in a heavy way. And your body starts to slow down, and it's a good thing, let me tell you. And pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord out, out of a pure heart. So we're supposed to pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace. And we're, along with those who call on the Lord with a pure heart, we're also, also supposed to be calling on the Lord with a pure heart. And this beautiful stuff. Don't have anything to do with foolish and stupid arguments because, again, here we go quarreling again. Here we go. Or, um, uh, the, the, again, the, the, uh, the foolish teachings. The God, here we go. We had godless chatter before, and now we have uh, foolish and stupid. Godless chatter earlier, foolish and stupid arguments now. Amen. So don't have anything to do with foolish and stupid arguments because you know they produce quarrels. Man, again, only by pride comes contention. Stay out of all quarreling. Don't let anybody draw you into a quarrel. I just when I used to be on the CB radio preaching when that was popular 15 years ago, 20 years ago, and people had radios. Man, people started arguing with me. I give them a, one or two chances to to stop and just just have a conversation, and then I cut them off. I just shut the radio off if I had to. Um, 
And the Lord's servant must not quarrel. Instead, he must be kind to everyone, able to teach, and not resentful. Man, and the Lord's, this is a command. This isn't a suggestion. And the Lord's servant must not quarrel. We must not quarrel. Instead, we must be kind to everyone, able to teach, and not resentful. You know, if you keep a humble heart, and you're not trying to prove anything, and you're not in pride, people can run over you in an argument, and you can still be uh, kind to them and uh, able to teach them not resentful. If you're not in pride, you won't become resentful because resentment has to do with you protecting your own, um, protecting your own, um, oh, not character, uh, your own reputation or something. So if, if, you're, if you're selfless, where your ego and stuff isn't a problem, then you won't become resentful. You'll be able to teach and be kind to everyone. Don't let people's words hurt you. If people accuse you of stuff or whatever, or they just want to argue with you, just let it roll over you. Let it go and remember that they don't they, that they're lost probably, and they know not what they're talking about. Have mercy on them. Don't be resentful and try to be kind to them. Amen. Because um, there's a lot of people in the world like that, man. The world's full of arguing in this hour. Those who oppose those who oppose him must gently must. <laughs> Those who oppose him, he must gently instruct in the hope that God will grant them repentance, lead them to a knowledge of the truth. Man, if someone is opposing you, we gently instruct them in the hope that God will grant them repentance, leading them to a knowledge of the truth. And when someone opposes you, you gently instruct them in the hope that God will grant them repentance, leading them to a knowledge. It's all about their salvation. If someone's opposing you, Satan is getting them to oppose you so that the, so they won't be saved. Again, as they're opposing you, we gently try to instruct them in the hope that God will grant them repentance, leading them to a knowledge of the truth. Man, that's what this is all about, is salvation. And that they will come to their senses and escape the trap of the devil who has taken them captive to do his will. Man, the whole world has been taken captive to do the will of the devil. It's so true. And that they will come to their senses and escape. We hope that all will come to their senses and escape. All aren't going to, but we pray for all. Amen. The sons escape from the trap of the devil who has taken them captive to do as well. It's all, we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, against powers, principalities, and authorities in the heavenly realms. We're wrestling against the things that are coming against men. And uh, because we want them to escape the trap of the devil. Who, uh, who has taken them captive. I always think of the LGBTQ movement in this way. These people have been taken captive by Satan and they're, they're, because they've fallen into the trap of thinking that, that gender is fluid. Gender is not fluid. God decides male and female. And if you're male, you're male. You're female, you're female. All this gender fluidity, it's a trap of the devil. And so we're dealing with these. And I'm not picking on the LGBTQ, but I always, when I pray for them, I pray that they'll be, that God will set them free from the trap that Satan, the prison that Satan has them of their own sexuality. So you apply this to them, that they will come to their senses again and escape the trap of the devil who has taken them captives. The LGBTQ is a trap of the devil. That whole way of thinking is a trap of the devil. Uh, and Satan has taken them captive to do his will, to confuse them on something that's completely immutable. Your gender is immutable and unchangeable. Yes, you can change it. Yes, you can have the surgery and all of that kind of stuff. That doesn't make you different. It just makes you a, a, a scarred person. You're, you're just a male who has been physically scarred through surgery. You're still a male. The, the brain, you, you, did you know that the male brain, the female brain is different? That 
when a baby is when a baby is in utero inside their mother if it's if it's female the two halves of that the two hemispheres the right and the left lobe or the left right and left hemisphere there's a bridge between those two hemispheres at the top of the brain that stays connected so females have a right brain left brain talk to each other in the male baby that brain a surge of testosterone goes up to that brain while in utero and that bridge is broken between the two hemispheres the male brain the left and the right hemisphere don't communicate with each other the way the female does and so it doesn't matter what you claim to be you can't change your brain you have either a male or a female brain and you're male or female according to what god has designed so i don't mean to go off on a diatribe here at the end of this but again, these are all the we people get all upset about the LGBTQ and all these different like abortion and things like this. And we should be upset about abortion and things like this, the murder of children. But remember, all of these people in darkness are like Jesus praying on the cross. Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. That's why we don't get into arguments and stuff. These people are lost. They're in darkness. We pray for them. We try to gently lead them out of the darkness, praying that God will set them free from the prison that Satan has them in. And this is all about their soul and their salvation. It isn't as much about what they're claiming they are or any of their belief systems. It's about getting their souls saved. That's what this is all about, walking them into the kingdom through repentance and through Christ and his blood. Love you, love you, can't get enough of you. Hope you had a blessed day. Revelation Wednesday tomorrow, kids. Woo-hoo!